and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. That scripture is coming from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. And it just follows the theme from last week on the scripture, Romans 8 and 28. And just the whole year, it's just going to be good. Like, um, I'm not just saying it just to say it because I'm believing it because this year has to be better. We went through a lot, 2020, 2021, and things are going to constantly happen. And that's really what that scripture is just letting us know that, you know, as long as we're keeping our faith in God and trusting in him, you know, of course, life is going to happen. We will suffer. Things are going to happen to us. But as long as we keep that faith in God, eventually in the end, he will end our suffering and we will be with him. And so I'm just holding on to this theme of better, 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 not worrying. God, why did this have to happen to me now? It's all happening for a reason. It's all for a purpose. And I'm just, I'm just really optimistic, you guys, about the year. I'm excited. I haven't set any goals for the year. I'm just going to go with the flow and make decisions and stay firm in my decisions as things arise. But enough of me. Based on the clip that I'm about to play, can you guys guess what career we're going to be talking about on today? Hey everyone, it's Dallas with Hype Magazine, and tonight we are at the movie premiere of TV One's new original film, Sins of the Father. Hi, hi everyone. Hi girls on another level. I'm so honored to be here um, to be interviewing with Sierra and just really just having some girl talk, sharing some gems, some uplifting words, and that's really what I'm here for. Yes, and we're, we're about to just jump in there because you wear so many hats. You're a content creator, you're an entrepreneur, you're a host, and I'm pretty sure I'm probably leaving something out. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny because every few months I feel like I have to change my title or I'm like, what What am I exactly? Like, I'm always like, what do I want to call myself or introduce myself as? Um, so usually um, I'll just say, you know, I'm a multimedia journalist. I went to school for multimedia media journalism and I minored in communications. And, you know, I think not everyone knows what multimedia means. So basically it means, you know, multi means, you know, more than one. So, um I focus on writing, I focus on being on camera, and but also behind the scenes, editing, um, writing scripts, interviewing, like it's, it's, it's a whole bunch in one. But um, my background is definitely in, well, my main thing is on camera hosting and event coverage. And I also um, host interviews on my own platform as well, Dose of Dallas, as well as working with Media Girls Network here in Atlanta and um, just different platforms. So I've pretty much been freelancing for the past two years since I've been in Atlanta. And it's really been like just a journey and the most fun that I've had. Um, but if you would have told me like in school, this is what you would be doing with this degree, I would have been like, girl, stop playing. Like, <laughs> let me uh, run it back and try to do something else. So yeah, I've definitely been tested and just uh the journey has not been a smooth sailing you know you're just gonna run right into your career as i'm sure you and other women listening can um relate to so 
Um, but in a nutshell, to sum all that up that I just said, I am a content creator. Um, I'm a natural hair influencer and also um, a media host. So that's me. Awesome. And I know that that media in general is so broad. And like you yes. said, you are multimedia mm-hmm. in that career, in that field. And so I just want to pick your brain and see, like, what was the inspiration in you even trying to pursue this career? And how were you able to manage chasing your dreams and then also deciding what it is specifically that you wanted to do? How was that like? Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely was something that I didn't really, I couldn't really put my finger on it. Like, you know, when you just have a passion for something, but you don't really know how to go about it, especially as a high school student, um, not really knowing, you know, they expect us to choose a major and know exactly what we want to be for the rest of our lives, but that's just not how it works. So um, my mother, of course, wanted me to go in the medical field and was just like, you know, you'll have a guaranteed job and blah, blah, blah. And I was just not trying to hear that. I'm like, whatever, girl. So I, um, I'm an only child, and ever since I was young, I always had a diary. I always wrote down everything that I was feeling. Um, I even, like, with my mom, my very first boyfriend, she was very strict. I was her only, you know, child, and she didn't want me going anywhere, have any friends. So I literally wrote her a letter telling her how I was just so in love with this guy, and please let me see him, and just, that was just my outlet, and that was my thing, writing was my thing. And then, of course, uh after school you get home and you watch oprah and she was like my first inspiration and i was just like oh my gosh i want to be like her i love how she carries herself on camera i love how she interviews people and there's just these amazing stories that she's able to bring out of people and evoke these different emotions so she was definitely someone that i looked up to and was just like okay yeah i think this is it for me so once um I figured that out. I was like, okay, I'm going to do journalism. Like, I want to be on TV. I want to be interviewing, just interacting with people. And so that's really how that came about. Um, And so, like I said, I studied that in school and was able to do, like, you know, things on campus with the talk show and uh, just kind of started YouTube and started my own thing. And then here I am now just freelancing, doing my own thing because that's just, that's just what's best for me right now. <laughs> okay. And as you were saying that, I'm just picturing how you said, like, you were always writing in your journals and stuff like that. I'm just picturing, like, Moesha, when she would just be writing in her diary at the beginning of the episodes. Like, I can yes. just imagine you just <laughs> writing, not even realizing that that was your passion initially when you first started, but just eventually down the road, just growing to love it and, you know, actually pursuing that. So that's amazing. And I'm glad that yeah. you even brought up um, the fact that, you know, your mom wanted you to go to medical school. And so mm-hmm. my next question would be, you know, of course, I've interviewed a few people who have went to school to be filmmakers, went to school for journalism. Um, I've talked to people who actually didn't go to school or they were in school for a little bit trying to pursue um, this industry and ended up dropping out. So what was your perspective um, on the whole college thing? Do you think there are any pros or cons um, to going to school versus not going to school for anything in the media field? Yes. Um, To me, school was just very important um, in the way that it just made me well-rounded. It 
for me, college was more of the experience. Like, experience is everything, you know? Like, you can, uh, I don't know how to put it, but, <laughs> like, ex you just need experience. You need exposure. You need um, being uncomfortable in order to, like, stretch yourself and see what you can do. So when it comes to college, I always think, you know, a lot of things that I have learned, I was either self-taught or after school at other jobs with experience, you know, working for other people and things like that. But I always go back to college, like, and I'm like, I just know that I was able to be on my own and I was able to really see, like, the world in a different way and, and realize that there's so much more out there and that I, I'm not just this small town girl. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to college, I'm meeting people, I'm you know, I'm on a time schedule, I have things to do, I have responsibility, like, it just teaches you so much more than just education, and I think that's what I really got most out of college, because, like I said, most of the things that I've done post-college are things that I learned working for someone, or YouTube University, you know what I mean, like, right. it, was, it was just, just having those experiences in college, I felt really shaped me as a young woman, and there's a lot of things that I, you know, even just with the way that I carry myself and the way that I communicate, I'm just, you know, I'm, I learned professionalism. Yeah, let me get that right. <laughs> and then I learned just timeliness and just being sharp and being on your A game. Like, that's what college taught me the most. And I definitely think it's, I'm not going to say it's like you have to, have to, have to do it. Of course, everybody does not go to college. Everybody you know, there's some people out there that never even set foot on a college campus, but are just like, it's not for me, like school's not for me. I think that's a part of you not being in school because you're small minded and you're not seeing like, it's, you know, it's an experience overall. So that's how I definitely. feel about it. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree with that because um, you, okay, so you went to school at Florida Atlantic, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm... I went to school in Valdosta, and so it's kind of like that same, like, you know, coming from, I was born and raised in Columbus, Georgia, which is a small town, but I've been in Metro Atlanta for like seven, eight years, but I still <laughs> always go back home to my family in Columbus. So I always battled with having, you know, that small town mindset and then mm -hmm. being here in Atlanta, not being vocal enough and stepping out of yeah. my comfort zone to do things. So when I got to college, you know, I was like, mm, I don't need this. But now that I yeah. recently just graduated and just reflecting back on my journey, it took me four mm -hmm. and a half years, but I'm, I'm glad that I didn't quit. I didn't stop because yeah. I was a mass media major. And so many times I'm like, I don't need this. I can go back yeah. home try to do stuff and, you know, even with Media Girls Network coming back on mm -hmm. the weekends for events, so I'm like, oh, I'm just missing out. But I'm glad that you brought mm -hmm. it up so people that are listening can realize, you know, there are two different sides to this, but you learn so much and gain so much with either, you know, going to school or not, but both are mm -hmm. learning experiences. So I'm glad that you brought that perspective. That's, that's definitely, yeah. definitely something that people needed to hear. Yeah, for sure. And congrats on graduating. Cause Thank I know you. It, is not, it is not like, okay, I said all that, but you still got to work in college. Like it still is four plus years of your life that you have to dedicate to. 
So yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I'm glad that you said that because when I tell people, yeah, I was a mass media major and it's like, oh, y'all don't be doing nothing. Y'all just pick up the camera. So what's the number one misconception that you always get from people when you tell them what you do? Um, I think that they just, when they hear journalism, they automatically think reporter, reporter in your face, on the streets, like in action, doing this, doing that. But, um, you know, it's, different elements to that you know people can go you can do so you can go so many different routes with journalism like I said you can do the writing you can be a blogger you can be a um, online digital reporter or you can be behind the scenes you can work in production you can be a producer you can uh, roll the cameras you know you can edit you can of course you know be on camera as well but they're just different outlets that you can um do when it comes to that so yeah people just automatically like oh like you're on the news channel and I'm just like no like I just do (laughs) other things you know I'm kind of like on my own with it um and I think just having like I said experience with interning at a news station I realized that it wasn't something that really just made my heart pound like it was just kind of dry like I'm a very like lively person I'm very outgoing I'm very like and I'm also a realist and I just felt like the energy in the news stations are just very like you know kind of I don't blah like it's just yeah. blah it's, it's 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 not what I felt like really was my passion so um that made me just kind of turn to other things and um kind of just capitalize on things that I like to do as a hobby and then kind of shape them into like, okay, I'm going to pitch myself to this person and say, hey, let me do, let me highlight this for your business. Let me interview you so you can have this audience. Let me help you. That's what I really want to do, help people. Helping people made me want to just do, do things on my own and take the lead on my life, which I think is very important. Yes, and that's amazing <laughs> because listening to, you know, older family members and not necessarily saying they were pursuing a career in media but sometimes it takes people longer than others to finally realize that so for you coming straight out of school and not even straight out of school while you were in school realizing what your passion is and you know just Mm -hmm. taking that leap to do things that's truly amazing because not everyone is able to do that or acknowledge it because they mm-hmm. see it's there and the moment is there for them to make that jump and they just don't act on it. So that's amazing that you took that and pursued that. And so yeah. I know you went from Florida and you made that move to Atlanta to grow your career. Mm-hmm. So what was that mm-hmm. experience like leaving home? Oh, it was so necessary. <laughs> it was. I just... always knew, like even when I was in high school, I'm like, I know that I will not live in Jacks. Jacksonville, Florida is where I'm from. I know that this is not the end, you know. Of course, I have, I had other friends around me who were just like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in Jacks. Like, they were really content with just being in Jacksonville. And I'm like, no, like, this this is not it for me. So, of course, I was looking at L.A. I was looking at New York. I was just trying to figure out where I wanted to go because I knew that that, that Florida just wasn't it. And, of, of course, the 
the media market and just entertainment is not as big in Florida. So I just knew I had to make something shake. So I, my dad actually um, lived in Atlanta since I was a little girl. So I used to always visit him. And I was just like, you know what, Atlanta, you know, it's not too far. Not that that really mattered because I would have, the distance didn't really matter, but I knew that I had him there as a resource and I would be able to get my feet wet and, you know, kind of be able to just do my own thing um, before I had to really, like, be grown, grown, you know. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I took that opportunity and just went to Atlanta. And when I stepped foot in Atlanta, like, I didn't turn back. Like, I was at every event. I was networking my butt off. Like, I met so many people. And um, that was something that I wanted to be sure to to highlight, like, networking and just the power of that, knowing people. And um, a lot of jobs that I did get, I didn't apply for online. No, actually, all the jobs that I got in Atlanta and even the job that I currently have, I did not apply online and get the job. I literally knew someone who knew someone or I um, reached out to, you know, just, just people that I had met. Hey, you know, I'm looking for opportunities. Do you know of anything? Do you have someone that you can point me and point me to? You know, so um, networking really, really helped me. And I think, you know, you can you can network anywhere and be able to um, kind of just elevate and and get to where you want to be. So, yes, that's definitely true. Yeah. That's look, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> networking. So that is definitely something that's key. But you know, you did say your personality that you are outspoken and you are social and you know you're willing to take that risk. But what would be your advice to someone who's stuck in their comfort zone and want to pursue something and they're, they're, they just don't know what to do? What would you tell them? Mm-hmm. Um, jump. <laughs> like, you just have to do it. And when I say I'm outgoing, like, there really are two sides to me. Like, I, I can be outgoing, but then I'm also, like, I, I'm an only child, so I cherish being alone as well. And I cherish that downtime, too. Um, so I really made, when I, when I say I started networking, like I made myself network, like I was like, okay, you have no choice. Like you, whatever you got to do to loosen up at events, whatever you got to do, you know, I, I made myself go by myself because I realized that when I went with other people, you know, we kind of leaned on each other. We were together the whole time. We weren't really interacting with anyone else, but, but, you know, ourselves. So Um, yeah, I I made myself and I'm like, you have to sit and talk with yourself and be like, give yourself a pet talk, you know, like, girl, you really need to, you need to do this. Like you need to talk to people. You need to know that you cannot do everything on your own. And that was me trying to be Miss Independent at 22 or however old I was thinking that I could just do everything and fall right into my career and fall right into these opportunities. Like, no, you you need help from other people and Atlanta just welcomed me with open arms. And the thing that that's the thing about Atlanta, like I don't care about an LA or a New York, ain't nobody going to hold you down. Like people in Atlanta and ain't nobody going to look out for you. Like, like Atlanta will. So mm-hmm. just, just, just those pep talks with myself and you, you have to be kind of like ready for it as well. Um, I read this meme on Instagram and it's like, I forgot exactly what it said, but it was something along the lines of like, kind of like you being tired of your own BS. Like you just got to that point where you, you just tired of you. So mm-hmm. you, you have no choice but to, you know, push yourself and jump. So that's, 
um, I encourage those listeners and whoever is like just kind of unsure or doubting themselves. Like I definitely went through that time where I doubted myself. Post-college depression is real. And, you know, even right now I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to do because I do tend to wear multiple hats and it's like, okay, but you should also be strong in like one thing or that's at least what I tell myself, you know, I want to be strong in one thing because I'm ready to, this nine to five life thing is really getting to me and I don't like it. So I'm like, okay, girl, you need to really buckle down and, you know, realize how you can capitalize off of one thing that you're really, really good at. So just jump, 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 jump. There's no, you brought there. up some good points for real because yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the nine yeah. to five thing too. It mm-hmm. is hard because yeah. you're wanting to put so much effort and time into your own craft, but then yep. you're tired because you just got off of work. You've probably been dealing with customers or just had yeah. a huge workload and it's like, I'm tired, but no, I can't go to sleep because I need to do this, 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 and that. The and this work shit. to do. Yep. Whew, it's, it's tough. So I, I'm praying yep. for you too. I need you to pray for me too, sis. <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> I got you. And I was mentioning um, also books helped me as well. You Are a Badass was one of my books that I read out of college that really helped me with my confidence and things. Because, of course, like being... Um, having the courage to do things also stems from like building that confidence as well. So there were just books, self-help books. I don't have all the names off the top of my tongue, but I know you are a badass. It was like a staple. It was like this girl, like just, just know like you, you got it. So just get it. <laughs> so, yeah. I definitely need to add that you're the third person within the past, I would say, mm. two and a half weeks that told me about that book. So I definitely need mm. to go get it and, and read it because it's, it sounds like, like it's good. For sure, it is. Awesome. So you did say you are balancing working a nine to five mm. and, you know, you are a content creator. You're going to different events and doing hosting. So what's a typical day like for you with everything that you have to balance? Um, I am on and off with my morning routine i try to really have a good morning routine and get like work done emails done in the morning and i just max try to maximize my time as best i can um when i get a when i when i go to lunch i try to you know be back on my computer to edit like i said email and um events haven't of course really been going on right now due to covid um but other than that, I actually have a video on my YouTube channel. If any of the listeners want to subscribe to my channel, Dose of Dallas, um, I have a video just kind of actually how I balance the nine to five and being a creative. Um, and so I, I love, like I said, writing things down and writing. So I write a to-do list. I create an agenda. Um, and sometimes I'm not the most organized, like, like, let's just be real. It's not always every day that you're going to be super organized and super like, oh, I got this in the bag. Like, no, it's not like that every, every day. So I just try to, you know, take it, take it one day at a time and do what I can. I use my notes on, on my iPhone. If I'm in my bed, I use my notebook. If I'm in my desk, you know, I just get it where I can. So, um, yeah, just the main thing is like having a calendar. And 
just putting everything down and whatever you have coming up, make sure you allocate, you know, enough time, prepare, especially when it comes to events, you have to do your research and um, make sure that you at least have an idea of what's going on, who's going to be there, um, who you're interviewing, you know, who you may, who you may run into, like you just never know. So prepping and um, being organized and sticking to that calendar are three important things. Oh, yes, definitely the, the calendar. I'm still mm-hmm. in the process <laughs> of trying to get my organization skills together. This year, I'm starting off better than I have in the past. So it's going to take some time. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not, I think you you've know, been good. You got, your little, you, you got your emails and your, um. I think you, you got it. Because I was like, oh, she's got her <laughs> Uber conference line. I'm like, oh, I need to... um see how she does her process because <laughs> you just have yes. me like you were um, I'll, let you know. like I'll let you know on the side girl <laughs> okay <laughs> so sure. you know you did say that you well due to COVID now it hasn't been many events that's going on in person but tell me your most memorable moment in which you had to interview somebody or even when you were on camera covering an event or doing videos for yourself. What's your most memorable moment? Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess my most memorable moments are kind of just are. Well, I would say one of the most memorable was Summit 21. Um, they are like kind of like it's like a women empowerment type of event. They have them. Um, I know they're based in LA, but they started having them in Atlanta. And I just remember like, I was just super just passionate and just hungry. And I just took my camera and my microphone. I didn't have anything set up. Like I wasn't working through any outlets or anything because I, I at the same time wanted to enjoy the event and um, be able to, you know, not have to worry about having anything do. Um, but I just remember like going out there and being me. I, I met like, I just, I love going to events by myself. Let me say that. I, I I gained a love for that because you just, you attract people. And when they see you by yourself, you know, they they come up to you and, and you just meet friends like that. So I met a girl out there and she just ended up helping me, like being my camera woman. And I was just interviewing whoever I came across and just asking them different questions. And um, just doing that type of work is just so enjoyable for me. And it really just, like I said, help build my confidence and like what you're doing as well with this podcast, you know, making sure that you create your own platform and create your own thing because like, don't wait for the opportunity to come. Don't wait, like make sure that you're creating and keeping your juices flowing and anything that you want, like you can have, but definitely like don't wait around. So that's something that I wanted to make sure I said, like just, keep doing what you're doing. I, sometimes I get into a rut and I'm like, I'm not inspired or, you know, this job is draining me mentally to where I don't have any other like energy to give to um, anything else. But I think that just keeping, stay hungry and, and staying like passionate about it, that you'll, you'll, you'll be good and the opportunities will come to you. Thank you so much. I definitely needed to hear that. You know, like you said, you kind of get in spaces where you're just not feeling it. 
but I've just recently tried to pinpoint why did I start this to begin with. So that's another piece of advice for people that are listening. You just been dropping gems, Dallas. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, so I do want to know because you did bring up women empowerment and mm-hmm. you're a natural hair influencer and you have mm-hmm. your own business so oh yeah <laughs> yeah so let's talk about the inspiration and, and what made you start crown queen things uh it's so funny because crown queen things literally can i okay i'll start off with i knew that i wanted to be an entrepreneur in some form or have like my own business of course freelancing you're an entrepreneur but I wanted to have something. I wanted to sell things. I wanted to have, you know, just something that had things that I liked, natural hair, women empowerment, uplifting, um, networking, like all those elements I wanted to have in one. So literally I took a social media break for like, I think it was a month and I still didn't know like what I wanted to do. And so I just start brainstorming on this Google doc, like queen, like I was super into just like learning my roots and and black history and just coming to find out things that I never knew about and um and that's really how crown queen things came about I was playing with words I was in my um google doc just brainstorming ideas and I really it just came to me like I don't know and that's why I keep telling one of my friends she's like I want to be a business owner I want to do this I'm like girl it's just gonna come to you like once you keep thinking you're like you, you think to yourself, like, I want something. I want to be a business owner. I want it. I, you know, you really do manifest that. And you really do just attract, like, that that idea and those, well, those ideas. And so it was literally, like, 30 days. I came up with the name, came up with head wraps. I always wear head wraps, especially, like, if I'm deep conditioning or if I'm just wanting something different to do with, with my hair, um, I would wear head wraps. And it just it just happened and so within 30 days i like youtube university i made my shopify account i created my website i went to miami and picked out the fabrics i like literally all that happened in 30 days and it's one of the best things that i ever did um i just i like i said i was also off of social media so i didn't have like you know what you get on social media and you're comparing and you're just doubting and you're questioning and so I didn't have that I wasn't thinking about that I'm like look I'm gonna do this I'm gonna I was turning 25 that was another thing I was turning 25 like the next month and I'm like girl you need to have something <laughs> when you're 25 <laughs> like something you could say this is mine I created it from the ground up so that's how crown queen things came about and so you know we sell head wraps natural hair accessories jewelry just just added jewelry and now we're kind of in the in the middle of our next launch um so kind of just it's just been on on pause for a minute well not really on pause to social media but behind the scenes still working and um working on the next launch so that is like my baby um i love just natural hair like i said natural hair motivational things empowerment and um uplifting so we also have you know things on the social media just to engage women and ask them you know how they feel what are their goals what what are some affirmations just anything that that can help someone and um so it all just kind of ties together for me and uh it's 
anyone is interested, make sure you follow us at Crown Queen Things, and the website is crownqueenthings.com. So, yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> um, so as we wrap up, you did share where they can find you, um, with your business, Crown Queen Things, but you got to mm-hmm. share your YouTube your social media platforms yeah. where can the people find you yes so on instagram i'm there the most at joseph dallas underscore d-o-s-e of dallas sometimes when i tell people joseph dallas they're like joseph dallas i'm like <laughs> no dose <laughs> d-o-s-e so just want to make that clear it's Joseph Dallas underscore, and then YouTube is Joseph Dallas. Those are my two main platforms. I'm really trying to just do other things. I'm sometimes I'm just all over the place um, and trying to just keep up with TikTok and Facebook and Twitter. I'm gonna get there, y'all. But for now, Instagram and YouTube is where you can find me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so I just want to say thank you again uh, for sharing your story. Although this was a short amount of time, you guys, everyone that's listening, she's constantly putting out new content. So please make sure you guys go follow her, check her out. Her videos are amazing. She's definitely going to keep you entertained. All right, guys. So before we end, of course, I have to do um, my spotlight. So I'm highlighting small black businesses. I mentioned last week that if you do have a business or a hustle and you would like some promotion, just email me at wearegoalinc at gmail.com. Give me a little bit of information about your business, where we can support you. And I can't wait to shout you guys out. But this week, we are going to highlight Genesis Empowerment Corporation. And so I just want to read the history of that company. That way you guys can get a better understanding. And this is all about financials, which we all don't play about our money. So I know this is definitely going to be something important for you guys. And so Genesis Empowerment is a company with licensed professionals with over 20 years of experience in the mortgage, healthcare, consulting finance and insurance industry and so they have extreme passion for helping families reach their financial potential through literacy and execution so the services offered are needed for a family to have a successful financial foundation in which they strive to empower in those areas which are most crippling to families so definitely go onto their website facebook get more information about it And so in short, if you're looking to get your finances straight, credit repair, all of that, that is what this company is here for. But thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode and I will catch you next time.